With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. City Discount Tires. Buy three, get one free on the popular Falcon Zeke CT60 SUV tire. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Good morning to you. Very uh, drizzly kind of day coming up, top of 19 degrees. It's three minutes past nine now. Bryce Gibbs, last year, this is backed by popular demand. We did a time capsule, if you will, diving deep into the year 2006. And it's been back, it's backed by popular demand. People have requested it. So we're going to do a special here on 2007. And we're going to talk about culturally what happened in sporting events. We're brought in producer Jay, so let's uh, get this underway. One of the big songs by Gwen Stefani, 2007 Escape, featuring, do you know the singer, Bryce, who featured in that? Uh, No. Akon. Ah, that was uh, my next guess. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He got in a little bit of trouble. Now, Jace. It was a big year in sport, 2007. It was. Walk us through. I know there was a bit of heartbreak for Adelaide. Uh, there was a bit of heartbreak for Adelaide. We'll get to the footy in a moment. Yeah. But I'll run through some of the stuff that uh, happened off the top of the year. So the New Year's test, you may remember, mm. Australia swept the Poms in the Ashes. So yes. uh, this was right, monumental right. for a number of reasons. Of course, Boxing Day, Warney took his 700th. Yeah. He retired with Glenn McGrath and Justin Langer. It was basically the end of an era. It was Aussie's redemption for 2005 in England where we lost the Ashes for the first time in yeah. a while. Um, and it really was, I think, the end of that golden Australian era of cricket. So, yes. Yeah. All those big boys. Also won the Limited Overs World Cup in the Caribbean later in the year when you may remember Adam Gilchrist smashed 100 in the final mm. in a game which finished with, I think, a whole heap of car headlights around the oval yeah. trying to illuminate it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah vaguely. I think, I think he uh, he batted with a squash ball in his glove, in his batting glove. Yeah, that, uh, I do remember that bit. Yep. So uh, in tennis, Roger Federer won three of the four slams that year. Nadal, of course, won one. Which, which one did he win? I have no idea. The French Open. Okay. And this is when Novak Djokovic was just coming onto the scene, wasn't Correct, it? Correct, yeah. yeah. And, uh, Federer beat Novak in the final at uh, uh, in New York. Sorry, the US okay. Open. So he beat a bloke in Australia in the Australian Open called uh, Gonzalez, I think. And, yeah, no idea about that bloke. No. I don't think he did anything since. Uh, <laughs> on the women's side of Flash it, Justin Hennon won two of the four. She was a star. In the NBA, the Antonio Spurs won their fourth championship. They swept the Cavaliers. The Brisbane Bullets won the NBL. They won uh, three games to one over the Tigers. And the Colts won the Super Bowl that year, 29-17 over the Bears. I think it was uh, one of the Manning boys was mm. a quarterback and MVP. Knocked off Tom Brady? Uh, not of the Bears. Oh, the Bears. Brady, yeah. I can't remember who their quarterback was back in 07. Peyton Manning? Is look, he one of the Manning boys? Look, that, that was all window dressing. Let's get to the footy. That's, yes. that's what 2007 was oh, all about. Big year for Geelong. Oh, did I cop it from, Crow, uh, from Port Adelaide supporters? Um in the elimination final when Buddy <laughs> Franklin 
tore our hearts out. You may remember the goal that he kicked with about 30 seconds to go. Tommy, you've got some audio I for I think it. I've got something. Franklin's kick six. This to put the Hawks in front with just a few seconds left in the elimination <laughs> final. <laughs> Yeah, I I remember being uh, heartbroken. We really weren't to know what was to come from Buddy. That that was when he was just sort of jumping onto the scene. A couple of years, he's probably three years into his career. I think he was wearing like 38 on his back at that stage. He might not, I don't even think he was 100 kilo at that point, Buddy. Yeah. But we knew what was coming. He was a star. So, yes, we copped that in the neck from Port Adelaide supporters for a couple of weeks. Mm. <laughs> uh, what happened What happened after that, Chase? <laughs> Whoa, play, play the clip. Excuse the, the clip. Uh, evil laughing. I'm just actually searching for the clip. But uh, uh, hang well, on, Chase. They got to Give me a second. So day. what Look, happened? You cannot win a grand final if you don't get to one. No, that's right. They gave themselves a chance for it. Gibbsy, uh, you guys won a grand final that year, didn't you? We did. In 07? Yeah. We did. We Wizard won, Cup? We won the NAB Cup, I think yeah, it was yeah. called at the time. Oh, yeah. NAB, whatever it is. Have we got a clip of that? No, because no, no, but we do have a clip of uh, the real deal grand final when Geelong, I think they just scraped over the line. And there it is. <laughs> it's the Cats. We've come so close so many times in the last 44 years. I have to tell you a story. Yeah, be quick. Yeah, yes. Uh, In 2007 AFL Grand Final Day, I was uh, coaching a baseball team from Port Lincoln who were playing in Adelaide in the country championships. Okay. And we were uh, watching the game. We'd played a morning game and we were watching the game at the uh, Watermark Hotel down at Glenelg. Okay, yeah. And at three-quarter time in that game, I'm, I'm not joking, there was a Port Adelaide supporter who'd clearly been at work and had told all of his – I assume he told everyone in Sundry, don't tell me the scores, I don't want to know. Oh, no. He rushed in to the front bar of the Watermark Hotel. We're all sitting there. Our Port supporter friends had gone off and mm. drowned their sorrows at this point. He strolled in in all of his port gear with a flag and everything. He was there to meet a couple of mates. He looked up at the, he looked up at the screen – he looked down, he looked up at the screen again, looked across, there was an empty schooner glass. He grabbed the schooner glass and threw it at the window. Thankfully, it was a Perspex wow. window. It, the glass shattered, but yeah. the Perspex window was fine. Three bouncers grabbed him and threw him out. Gee whiz. Well, that's the, was sa- not a happy the saddest part is when people put makeup on, when they get their faces painted or, that you know, that guy who dresses up as a legitimate cat and they come to the game. When they, get, when they lose, they're still wearing all the costume. And that's what gets me sad about the whole thing. Big puss. But Bryce Gibbs, the big old puss. Now, Bryce, it was a big year for you in 07. This was your first year in the AFL system. Yes, it was, Tommy. Uh, and turned 18 at the start of that footy season. So that yep. was a, a little milestone there. Yeah. I was put in the leadership group without playing a game. How did that? That was interesting. Sorry, but how does that happen? I'm not sure. I'm still trying to work <laughs> out how that played out. But myself and Mark Murphy mm. were thrown in the deep wow. end there. So. so Carlton were, at the time, just for context, Carlton were... A, ra- a rabble. A rabble, yeah. yeah really fledgling and down yeah. the bottom. I, yeah. I think Dennis Pagan was on his last legs as coach. Yeah. And I think he was right. just doing Pagan. anything, some sort of media stunt just to... Get some interest. Stay relevant. Or get, <laughs> I don't know. Try and keep... 
yeah. sell some sort of hope to the fans. Yeah. Maybe I, I'm not too sure. You were a baby. I didn't say one word in any of those meetings. Uh, <laughs> I can confirm that. And as we mentioned, we went on to win the NAB Cup and and round one. So. I thought, how easy is this? Hot just start. won four games in a row. One already won a medal. We yeah. partied for two weeks, like we'd won the actual premiership. <laughs> Beat Richmond in round one, yeah. and then I don't think we won another game for the rest of the year. <laughs> and yeah, in one of those leadership year. meetings too, we we set this goal that if we lost two games in a row, that we would go and jump off the pier at Port Melbourne oh, at man. like six o'clock in the morning, thinking that you know you would have been living that, there. That'd be motivation to not lose two games in a row. Well, I can confirm we were there every second week <laughs> after that round one game. So that wasn't, Cold water. That wasn't too fun at all. I uh, went on my first footy trip too. Right. It was uh, an eye-opener, yeah, to say it, the least. Well, it got you ready for the uh, the footy trip that was to come very late in your career. What, what happened on this one? Uh, we went to Mexico. It was in Carlo. Mexico. Yeah. yeah. It's a good, uh, good group. Nice yes. numbers. So, what do you do there when you're on a footy trip? Like, what what can you get up to in Mexico? Nah, it was pretty. I mean, there's some parts of Mexico that are a little bit sketchy. But, yeah, uh, I think Cabo in the center of Cabo there, it's pretty safe. Yeah, it's pretty. Not many AFL fans, and, I imagine. In no, Carbo. no, we got we got well away from that. So, yeah, uh, yeah, there's some of my nice. memories from 2007. Well, 07 culturally, guys, was a was a big year in music. We it was basically the pop R and B stuff that was going going the best. So we had this song here. Can you say the artist, Jace? Timberland. No idea. Featuring One Republic. This one right here from Beyonce was the number one song in the world for the year. See Bryce's head bobbing. He knows this one. To the left, to the left. Uh, but my personal favourite. As a lefty, that's our national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> my personal favourite was this one from Brianna. Now, just finally finish off, just to take you down memory lane. The Crows list featured players like Nick Gill. Do you remember him? Long, tall, string bean. String bean, yep. Shaggy and it, hair. You never knew whether the ball, when he was going to kick the ball, whether it was going to go out in the full or straight through the centre of the goals. So he was a bit loose. Is he related to Lockie Murphy? I think so. Oh. Skills wise. Oh. Oh. He's a bit harsh, <laughs> wasn't he? Yeah, he's, uh, he's actually in radio now. He's uh, he's doing quite well for himself. Lockie Nick Murphy. Gill. No, certainly, <laughs> certainly not Lockie Murphy. Uh, Kurt Tippett, 19 year old Kurt Tippett, arrived at the club. Who knew what was to uh, to come after that? Jason Tawney and Robert Shirley. I remember Robert Shirley being a brilliant tagger, but he couldn't kick it 30 than, further than 30 metres. He's selling cars these days, Robert Shirley, in the little okay. town of Cummins, about half Cummins. an hour north of Port Lincoln. There okay. Now, Port's List featured an 18-year-old Travis Boak and a 24-year-old Kane Corns. But my, uh, my favourite, Daniel Motlop, he was, uh, he was the enigma for Port Adelaide. And Brad Symes before he, his pre-Crows career. Some of the big names. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has gone quite well by, uh, by popular demand. Uh, that's our 2007 time capsule. Now, guys, coming up a little bit later, I'm looking forward to this. We're going to be talking to Matt Daldig, Jace. And what's his role with the SANFL? He's the general manager of football yeah. and is uh, basically 
him and his team have planned out what's happening around the precinct at Gather Round. And uh, there's everything from zip lines to big screens to drinks and food and all kinds of stuff. So he'll tell you all about that later on. That's after 9.30. We're here for Lumo Energy, SENSA Studio Lumo. SA is powered by Lumo Energy. SA, it's quarter past nine.